Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Children of all ages, actually for children, I don't know why you're watching this, because pot is back, baby! Pot is war, back in 2022 on the ChairShot Network. No, don't adjust your dial, it is the trickster, Adam Blaz, AJ Blaz, whatever you want to call me. And before I introduce our lovely panel over here, we're changing things up a little bit. There's some new rules that are going on here. These are very elaborate, they're very eloquent, they're very dense. You have to really pay attention to everything that's going on here. If these are the rules for King of the Fucking Mountain, I'm out of here, motherfucker. 
I mean, if you just watch around the horn, that's that's it. Those are the rules. Anyway, as you heard already, the commissioner, PC Tunney, always a man that's always on Potter's War. How you been, buddy? I am. I'm doing well. I'm excited for for uh, uh, the show to get back going again, and 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 the return of the flagship podcast for Chairshot Radio Network. Sounds pretty good. I like it. And you wanted to bring some chaos when you wanted to reincarnate this, because the other man that's going to be on Pod is War, the other regular. None other than the brother of balls here, and I mean my bigger brother of balls, Andrew Belaz. I butt chug salt water all the time. Oh, I've been waiting so long, so long I've been waiting. Oh, I feel so, oh, I'm so fucking happy. This is the happiest I've been all I have fucking not day. missed that. Oh, all right, you. that's fun. Hi, Andrew. So, um, can can we can we start the show off with Tunny in the penalty box, like he already got pinned because King of the Mountain rules? Oh this no, he, he he already has minus like five points. <laughs> there we go, penalty box. Thank I you. Hope, yep. <laughs> oh man, I, what's the? Uh, uh, I hope this is more like whose line is it, anyways? Where the points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a Drew in this show, but he ain't Carrie. So I'm sorry, buddy. True story. Yeah, that's it's very true. And what we're gonna do with the new pod is we're gonna have a guest to go to war with all of us here. And what better way for the very first guest for 2022, none other than our buddy over at Attitude of Aggression, the bestest friend for the DWI podcast as well, Big Dave Ungar. You're the man. I'm glad to see that uh, somebody still appreciates me. I, I was worried I was going to get the Ray Cash reception from oh, Bandwagon no. Nerds and Get booed out of here. And, uh, Why guys. would we ever boo you? We need a lawyer. Yeah, kind of. Everybody kind of does. <laughs> You've heard the show before. Come on. Your insurance. <laughs> I, I, like I'm it. usually like the mediator of this thing. So, yeah, there you go. How are you guys doing? Happy New Year. Something like Happy that. Happy New Year. Yep, yep. Indeed. I'm waiting for the fiscal New Year so I can get my end of year bonus. Nice. Uh, yeah, fair. There you go. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure Drew and I got our Christmas bonus for the last week at work. Something like that, yeah. What's the favorite yeah. present you Jelly, guys? Jelly of the Month Club, is that what oh you guys boy. Oh, boy. It's effectively <laughs> the same thing, yeah. Sponsored kind by of, K- yeah. Not the jelly you're thinking of. This one's sponsored by KY. Uh, what's you guys' favorite uh, mm-hmm. holiday gift you got this year? Uh, let's start with AJ. Uh, my favorite holiday gift, actually, from Drew, was the... Uh, a nice little gaming chair has a nice little massager in the back and everything. Ooh. You can lean back, recline and everything. It's not too little. It's pretty big. <laughs> it's it's a decent size. Just because you're small doesn't mean the chair is small, buddy. You can fuck yourself. How about your gift? <laughs> or gifts, and, I should and, say. <laughs> Andrew? Mm, the best gift I got. I'll, act, I'll actually give it over to, to AJ's gifts that he got me, oh, which God, this he is decided boring to... Already. Uh, <laughs> see, we, we start with love. Oh, okay. Yeah. I got love. you. It's all, it's all downhill. He, he me so well. And, you know, he got me all of my favorite sports teams and shot glasses and stuff oh, like that. Cool. And that's nice. Uh, I think even like a nice capital Stein, which I just don't have on me because I think I have to clean that. It's been used. It's alcohol. You know how I roll. 
Yeah. I I hear you. I hear you. It's why the next. I think uh, inadvertent good gift was AJ and I decided to do some cleaning because we both had like four day weekends due to all of the holidays being on a Saturday. So we got the Mondays off and we found a old, I think like gold plated silverware set from like our great grandmother that was buried in the hutch somewhere. And there's a lot of people that don't even know what a hutch is. I know. So that tells you how old everything is. Mm -hmm. You know what else I know? I know what a Starsky is. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so on that bad joke, what about you, buddy? What was your favorite Christmas gift? I, I fu- <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Um, over under, over under six, over under seven minutes. It was the under. Um, <laughs> I, I, I too, my honestly, I love everybody that that got me gifts and my family and my friends and everything else. But I got myself two really cool gifts. I got myself a brand new pair of Nike shoes that are that are pretty sweet. They're a little bit neon. Um, they fit like you can move with them, but they're they're sliders, so you just slide right in. And I bought nice. myself a. I don't have a very large living room, so I would have bought a larger TV if I had the ability to sit farther away from the TV. But I don't, so I bought myself a nice 50-inch um, Philips Google TV. That's good. So now I have, Big Dave, you get uh, anything good? So now, so now I'm, not yeah, done, I got, I'm um, not done, AJ. God damn it. And okay, so now so I have, you want to gush about your TV, so don't now you? I, now I have three TVs in the living room for the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. So you Dave, get to watch the Packers lose three times. Thank, good job. Oh my wow. goodness. I can't wait for Oh, this is gonna be so great this year. It's gonna be revenge is a dish served cold, my friend. Unless they're playing in Green Bay. Home field advantage. So Dave, top us all. What's the coolest gift you got? I got left the fuck alone. There you can't stop. Wow, can't that's that. a great there gift, that's actually. True. The older Fair. I get, the more I say yes, please. Whether you're a human, a pet, a coworker, doesn't fucking matter. I think the best gifts I got are like you got stuff for yourself, man. Was me scoring a PS5 and a Series oh. X like a couple months ago, within three weeks of each other. Oh, nice. nice! Nice hit on the credit card, but you know you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. So, especially because you... that's like winning the lottery nowadays, because they're like impossible to find. So, unless oh, you want to spend, yeah, that's good, dude. I was just, I mean, when I got the Series X, I like. For people listening out there, here's how you do it. Join up like GameStop's premium or pro membership thing, and they put out this stuff that's like exclusive every so often. You just have to kind of know when it's there. But with the Series X, I was just messing around the GameStop site, went in there to the pro section, and I was like, this Madden bundle actually looks like it's available. And it was. And that's like, I think like I was like the only person in the world who knew about it or something. <laughs> Nice. And so yeah, I got I got the uh, Xbox Series X with Madden 22, which is yeah, you know it, it's Madden. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's um, I think the bundles are the way to go. It costs more, but you know the the people out there trying to the bots and stuff aren't grabbing bundles; they're grabbing other stuff. When do you guys think these consoles are going to be readily available? Because you got to believe if it was up to Microsoft or or or, or Sony that these things would be out there, at least they would have flooded the market for this past, you know, holiday season. Maybe they gave it the light run to lead up to a gigantic boom. Doubt that even. But does anybody know when this shit's going to get back on track? I mean, maybe not. Nobody even knows what the fuck's going on with the with the COVID again. So. Correct. That thing. Yeah. As soon as that's yeah. solved, then we'll have stuff. 
Damn it. Well, I don't know COVID. what you guys Damn it, COVID. Heard. Stop I've ruining video heard... games. Yeah, I've always heard that there's a, a chip shortage, that the, yes, the PS5 right. and the Series X use the same chip, and that situation has not improved. Because yeah, so. it's a computer chip, so well, there's a lot of to... a lot of computers that have the same kind mm-hmm. of issues, and that's why everything is expensive, and why certain online games have issues with server space and you know expanding anything here or there, because there's just a shortage for certain pieces of technology because of the situation the world is in. I mean, the correct answer was whenever the hell they released Grand Theft Auto 6. That's what number are they on now? Five for like the past 12 years. Well, that's a lie. You're 12. <laughs> I got that. You lose a point. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take points from you. That's how it's working. Boom. Done. <laughs> we need to get this up on Restream and you need to have a chalkboard behind you, AJ. Yeah, I really do. Actually, there is a chalkboard in the other room, but I'm not going to grab it. Maybe next time. All right. I think we should take a quick commercial break, come back, and we'll get into topic one. Gentlemen, yeah. I think we're good with that. All right. You're listening to Pod yeah. is War right here on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com, where we remind you to always use your head. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com I was really hoping that was going to fade out at the end, and it did for me. So kudos to me and the old clip that I already had of Okada's theme, considering none other than Kazuchika himself is the man that dominated the the uh, the headlines, if you will, nights one and two. You know, first winning, then defending. I don't know. I, I even people, Andrew, that I I know that follow New Japan a lot more closely than I do. Good friend of Dave and mine, Kenny Killa, uh, had him on uh, the Swaggies, and he even said he wasn't looking forward to New Japan uh, and and Wrestle Kingdom, the, the New Japan's biggest show, Wrestle Kingdom, as much as he usually is. Did you have the same feeling coming in? Yeah, I mean. I, th- I think everybody did, because from what you just said, Kenny said to even Meltzer had an offhanded comment, not like we always take what he says for much, but, you know, he wasn't hyping. A lot of people just weren't hyping. Yeah, I know who, who I know, but it, it's a dude on the Internet, just like everybody else. He had an like opinion. A, yeah. Oh, I thought but, I, um, I ordered that for lunch the other day. I had a patty melt and a seltzer. I was like, give me a Meltzer. I thought that's what that was. Mm, okay. That hurts. Anyway, where was I? So, okay. The bubbles? Anyway. Is it the bubbles? Is it the seltzer? Is it the bubbles? <laughs> the anyway, so yeah, it, it was. Let, let's say it was tepid at best to go into the excitement, and it like Okada paid off. Osprey worked his ass off. That was a great match. Shingo's always a good match. Everything else? No thanks. 
evil existing pisses me off. He is terrible. He's a blight on that entire company. It's not even heel work to be heel work. He's just garbage to be garbage. And when even the Japanese audiences stay quiet, that's how much they dislike you. They refuse to respond. Yeah, that's that's bad. You're not over. If they hated you, they would riot like they did when Vader beat Anoki and they'd throw chairs into the, the, the ring. No, no, that's not what happened. There's like cushions. But still. So evil sucks. Yoshihashi has a belt again. Like Kenta yeah. had to fill hardcore ladder match time with jokes and the referee not helping him put the ladder up. So it's a shit show. Everything outside of the main event is pretty much garbage. And you should all watch Pro Wrestling Noah more because I heard good things about the crossover show they did on the 8th. It's not supposed to be up on uh, Wrestle Universe until a week after because Fight had the the week-long license and it wasn't going to go up to the streaming sites right away. And I just wasn't going to spend money on Fight when I have Wrestle Universe and uh, NJPW World. Is that already? I mean, have, has like did Noah like invaded New Japan right? on on day two? They showed up during intermission and basically declared war, quote unquote. Sure. But it was more just to hype the third day. Okay, gotcha. And for quick results, out of ten matches, both both companies won five. Fair enough. So. Which is very fair. No, it is. So Noah's definitely the company to watch right now. New Japan, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, they need to figure it out. They've got Naito challenging Okada now for the world championship. Who knows? Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. But I, I could care less. They're they're about as interesting was, as watching paint dry. Uh, well, how was the Naito versus Cobb match? Was that worth going back and watching? Because that's the one match I actually wanted to go back and watch besides Okada both nights. Although I it's heard the second fine. night was better than the first night. It's, uh, it depends. The, 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 the Cobb-Naito match was fine, but it was a Naito match from the last couple of years. So he'll get his ass kicked for a while, make a comeback, work over the knees, work over something. Somebody will sell the knee that I can't pull off their finish, and then he wins with a Destino. So, like, it was very paint-by-numbers Naito. Like, it wasn't bad, but it just, it was... If you've seen one Naito match, you've seen them all in the last year or so. AJ, we'll let Dave just uh, chip in a few thoughts here and there, as I know he did not get a chance to check out Wrestle Kingdom. Or Dave, you ready to jump in here? I didn't. I didn't watch it, but you know, all I can say is that from where NJPW was a few years ago, before the formation of AEW to now. Um, they have probably felt it more than any company, I think, out there. I think that's a safe thing to say because they just, I mean, yeah, I, it, it's just nothing that interests me right now. Because I like Andrew said, you've seen one Naito match, you've seen them all. You could almost say the same thing about Okada to a certain extent at this point. So anyway, I, I defer to the experts on this topic of conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I for me, I personally like the Osprey match more than the Shingo match. I, 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 I know Andrew has more of the heart for Shingo. I have more of the heart for Osprey because, let's face it, if I was wrestling, I'd be Osprey. But you're both boneheads that talk a lot, yeah. And deducted a point. Anyway, where's the lie? 
I never said you lied. I just said I'm taking points off for telling the truth. That's bullshit. That's fascist. I just say Nazi Germany. Stop. (laughs) It's a fucking Mussolini over there. (laughs) (sighs) But Osprey's match told the story because he never lost the belt. He was the he did. Okada's now the interim champion. He was the real Wales champion. And it, yeah, it's, he got beat by Okada. Tunney losing the trivia question from last week with how many people held the world heavyweight belt with four. Okada sacrificing the fourth belt, which was his G1 briefcase to win the world now. So that was proper send off. Everything else, like Andrew said, kind of meh. It's pretty bad when their like dumb little pre-show rumble had a lot more cooler things happening. With uh, one really surprising entrant, Andrew, that came out. I know Who? it's the fiftieth. Who? I'm... The dragon. <laughs> What's his name? No, because I'm gonna butcher it. <laughs> I will give you the point back if you just say it. Wait, wait, wait! Don't say it. Let me look. Hold on. I have the cards up here. What? The, which night was it? The the first night. It was, it was the Rambo in the first night. Yeah. Okay, hold on. It's hold the on. dark match. Okay. New Japan Rumble. Who am I looking for here? You are looking for it Tatsumi a... Fujinami. Yep. No, no, I'm not. Yes, yeah, you yeah. are. Okay, I see Tatsuji Fujinami. Tatsumi, Tatsumi Fujinami, yeah. Yeah. Adam can't speak that name. Can't he's see so Tatsumi alive, Fujinami? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How about Yoshi? He, he's got to be pushing 70 or maybe a little over that because I think he just celebrated his 50th year in wrestling last year. Can you say he, he and Flair had a pretty good rivalry back in the day, didn't they? He Can you did, say Yoshi Nobu Kanamaru? Also the very first, in, in the very first New Japan match. Did I get that one right? Ever. Did I get that one what, right? What? Hmm? Let's turn What'd this into Tony pronounces these names. This will be fun. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Right. Yo- Yoshinobu Kanemaru? Correct. Oh, wow. fucking A, I'm Did awesome. Uh, Yuto Nakashima? Close enough. <laughs> I know Yuji Nagata. Uh, Satoshi Kojima? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Where's a really difficult one? <laughs> what's the what's this one? Ko, Kosai Fujita? Kosei Fujita? Uh, eh, I lost. All right, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you tried. <laughs> you close. You got the first couple. You were rolling. Yeah. yeah. You, you got, skipped you over Hiroyoshi Tenzan on purpose, though, didn't you? Uh, where is he? Is if he they did it match? in order, it was oh, shortly after. Here's Christmas. why. Here's why. Because in my screen, if you see his first name. Is on the first line and his, his last name is on the second line. It was on the second. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. It's, it's just where the break was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But, yeah, the main events are basically the only thing that's worth watching for Wrestle Kingdom, in all honesty. And pretty much what has been said is the God honest truth. I mean, it. not saying it's not entertaining, but. Mm, it really wasn't. You could say it. It's fine. Yeah. After a while, the Wrestle Kingdoms are just like, they're here. Sonata and Okada. Somehow Sonata has become less interesting than he was before when he didn't really have much personality or emotion anyway. Still So, pretty. figure that out. He is, he is, yeah. 
Dave, I seen him in person. That's just, <laughs> Dave, you're the guest. You, you you were way more interested, likely like two three years ago, uh, when you brought up New Japan was running at a much higher rate. What would bring you back to being more interested in New Japan, considering what's going on right now? Jeez, man, <laughs> that's a tough one. I I mean, I would I would certainly like to see them work with um with AEW a little bit more. I think that'd be good for both companies. I think. A lot of people want to see Okada and Omega get back into it. And, and there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of people that they just need some fresh matchups. Because, yeah, we've seen Okada versus Naito, what, 250 times now or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's like I, I'd like to see, you know, Okada get in there with and see what he can do against, um, you know, some of this other talent that they've got over there. I mean, if they're going to. Where I know, you know, we're going to talk forbidden doors later on, and I I saw some stupid speculation that hey maybe you'll get an NJPW entered in the Rumble, which is not happening. <laughs> but um, you know, but I think there's some there's some matchups that they could bring in on the AEW side that would be fun and and, and a little bit different and stuff that even, even if you haven't seen it, you know, stuff we may have seen before but you haven't seen it in a long time, like you know Adam Cole. Uh, Hangman Page now is the AEW World Champion against Okada. Stuff, stuff like that. I think you just need, you just need some different things going on over there because it's just. I think listening to Andrew and AJ, it just sounds very stale, kind of at this point in time, and they need something different. All right. Well, shall we move on, gentlemen, to the next topic? The topic number deuce. Uh, the big, uh, big deuce. We, in yes. honor of DPP, should we drop a deuce? Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, just I, I really think we should talk a little bit the more. The hell am I looking at here? Oh my God! I spent too much time at the dispensary, and the Oedipus are kicking in. Preach. get into talking about the WWE's current, you know, the, the, the WWE's greatest love triangle since Macho, Liz, and Hogan. Um, let's, let's talk. Let's, uh, sure. Let's I can't, take a, I can't, I can't get behind God. that, man. Let's, <laughs> Is Roman going to have to marry Heyman? Where are we going? <laughs> oh, yeah. Roman walks off with Heyman on his shoulder. It's gonna be great. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Let's uh, Paulie, let's Paulie, I love you. All right, you've all had your chance now. Let's get into it. Uh, I just. Yeah. All right, that's two. You kick away a point from him, point guy. What? Tony Reale Jr. What happened? What say you? You're the point guy. Okay, there we go. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, Sami Zayn was incredible um, in the work that he had did with Brock Lesnar. So I just want to give him kudos. Um, Paul Heyman is is definitely the the topic of of conversation here. The the interesting fact is is he going to flip back? What's going on? He was with Roman. Brock was gone. It's interesting because Paul Heyman he's had the same kind of role, but much different to Brock and Paul, and even if you go back to CM Punk, because he's kind of been the same guy for all three. What are you guys' thoughts on this? I mean, I don't... One of these... Do you see this being a title versus title match at WrestleMania? Do you see one of them losing at the Rumble because of the other? Uh, Dave, you look you're like you're highly anticipating answering this question. Why don't we let you kick this one off? Yeah, I think... Um... You know, I've I've heard Uncle Dave talking about title changes at at uh, the Royal Rumble, but I don't think it's the one he's talking about. I think the he, you know I've heard him say that um, he thinks that uh, the fix is in that Seth is going to take the Universal title from Roman. I say there's no chance in hell of that happening, but but I would not be surprised at all to see Roman get involved in Brock's match and cost him the title. And get it back on Lashley. I mean, I mean, if you're thinking about it, because you know we talked about this on the Swaggies, Tony. The person who beats Roman and dethrones him, that needs to be a big deal. That needs to be somebody who's going to get the rocket strapped to his back. Seth doesn't need that. You know, he's already beaten Roman in the past. We've already seen that. Um, on the other, on the other side of the coin, though, Brock is such a big name that anybody who beats him gets a similar push. Now, conversely, Lashley could use that rub of being able to say, I beat Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I got a big assist from the tribal chief, but I still got the title because I, I like I like Lashley with the WWE Championship. I think it makes sense. I don't see this being title for title. Unless you're really doing away with the brand split and you're going back to one brand and you're unifying the titles, then really, what would be the point of it? Because they'll just fuck it up two nights later. So I, I think right now that... You know, I would not be surprised to see Paul Heyman flip back to Roman's side of the fence, but I do think Roman's costing Brock that title. I mean, yeah, there's no way that Seth is beating Roman for that title whatsoever. As much as people would like to be like, yeah, we like Seth. I Seth with the world title, beating Roman especially. No, no. As Vince McMahon says, there's no chance in hell. But Lashley has wanted a match with Lesnar. Uh, sadly, they took it down from Wikipedia, but if you used to look up Black Lesnar, it would actually come up Bobby Lashley. True story. That is facts. That's actually true. They, they got rid of it. So it, it would just make sense for Lashley to be like, I've wanted this match for years. I beat him. I don't care if I had to like lose if, if Roman and the rest of the Usos and all of that, like the entire Samoan population beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Doesn't matter. He still beat Lesnar. And then Lesnar will come into the Royal Rumble, just make it a complete shit show because he's going to kill everybody. He's going to enter in at number one, say fuck everyone else, launch 29 other people out of the ring and just be like, no, I want to beat Roman because Tunney said this in DWI. <laughs> that might happen. That's, but that's, that's a good a really... reason to piss him off. Yeah. Not not just like uh, he he just lost it. No, he's just gonna be like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna kill you now." 
All right. I could see that. I'm very interested. I mean, I'm very interested to hear Andrew's thoughts on this whole storyline, considering it's a very since, long, drawn-out storyline. Since this is also turning into a little fantasy book, I'm going to have fun with fantasy booking right now. Excellent. Oh, boy. When, when Adam was bringing Andrew. up his whole people like Seth Rollins, I don't know these oh, people. You guys. Because oh. Seth Rollins can suck an egg through a straw, if I you just know want... what I mean. Like, let's just mm, fucking Seth Rollins. I can't fucking stand him. Andrew fantasy book butt-chugging one time. No, you can't really butt chug blue cheese. You know, the alliteration's nice, but it don't work. It is true. But here, here's where I'll go with this. Roman Seth opened the show. Roman beats the holy hell out of Seth. And then probably halfway point, we get to the Lesnar and, and Lashley match. Roman would then beat down Lashley to keep the title on Lesnar. I would love to see him vacate the universal title and put it up for Royal Rumble winner wins the title. Just pull in all the stroke in the world. So nobody gets to beat him for the title. He chooses to give it up. Winner of the Rumble wins the title. He wants Brock. And you can even turn that into one of those coy, funny Roman Reigns kind of snarky little comments. Because he's been good at like steering away from the suffering succotash and steering into actually funny shit. So I would love to just see him look pot like Polly right in the eye and just go something to the effect of when I said I was Polly, I meant Polynesian, not polyamorous. I'm going to kick his fucking ass. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like speechless here. It's <laughs> funny. He was like, I'm processing the Polly joke. I, I, uh... <laughs> Is this? It would it would be cool if they thought outside the box like that, but we are talking. I mean, so Roman Brock headlighting Mania one night, two nights don't matter. You can make it best two out of three, first to two fault. Something fucking crazy. Have them headline both nights. Who's a bigger draw than them? First, my first problem is why are we wasting Seth and Roman? Because it's been done to death. Right, so why not save it for down the road a few more years, right? Like at WrestleMania. I mean, that like you haven't gone for so long, all these near misses. Maybe that's what happens here. Maybe that's what happens here. If anybody's going to beat Roman for that title, Brock costs Roman a chance to have a match with Seth, and Seth costs Brock the title. In theory, possible. in theory, they could cost each other the title. I mean, Seth could leave as Universal Champion. Lashley could leave as WWE Champion. I don't think. I think they, you're right that I, Roman is not going to lose the, that title. That they're 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 so close. They're they're that, them, they're, they're fourteen. They're... they're fourteen and a half months away. They're fourteen and a half months away. They've come so far from having The Rock versus Roman Reigns, with Roman having held onto this belt for so fucking long. The heat is going to get nuclear by the time you reach SummerSlam next year. Or this year, I mean, if he still has this belt. It's going to be ridiculous. I'm telling you. that That's mm-hmm. my opinion. That's my opinion. I, I've, I've said it since since he come back from leukemia and then won the belt. He has to hold on to this motherfucker till 39. You can go back and listen to shows. And, and you can even go back and listen to old Pata's Wars and saying that. And it's got to happen. It's got to be there to me. That's the most important thing to me in wrestling right now is that that holds. Yeah, I mean, if Roman holds the title to 39 and it's against The Rock, you're you're talking a match on 
maybe Hogan Andre magnitude level at that point, you know, with Roman having the title for two years and, 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 and the rock coming back for his first match and the rock says, this is it. My last, I mean, maybe not Hogan Andre. That's asking a bit much, but it's at least Hogan rock, at least Hogan rock. Yeah. It, 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 it yeah, easily. I mean, it, it's, it's, as far as magnitude goes, yeah, that's right up there. Top five, I'd say. Agreed. You know, I mean, Hogan Andre's tough as top. I, I mean, I retract that. But, yeah, if they build this right, if they have the balls to do this and to just say we are all in with Roman holding the title until we find somebody worthy. to, Because t- I don't think Rock beats him either. And that just builds up Roman's legend even, even more. But, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I like I do like the idea of Seth and Roman facing each other because – you know, you look around SmackDown. Who else is there? Drew's hurt. Can't be him. Who else do they have on SmackDown who you could look at and say, that's a credible threat? That's probably what was supposed to happen, to be honest with you. No, we're going to we're gonna go with the ultimate, we have no clue what the fuck we're doing. All right, we ready? After Roman beats The Rock, we get WrestleMania 9 finish. All right, let's go, everybody. Woo! Fuck that. No Wait, one like that. Gonna I'm gonna take points can? away from you, Adam. Like, can I do that? <laughs> Everyone gets five. <laughs> it's... Sweet. Nobody likes WrestleMania nine. And Dave I was, was there. there. Yeah, Dave I was, was there. there. I don't like it. When the best match was the first one, and that was like a fucking bullshit finish. Like, there's a problem. <laughs> it's... The best part was Bobby Heenan backwards on a camel. That was the best well, part. Okay. Best part, yes, I said best match was the oh. first one. <laughs> you know, the Steiner's Head Shrinkers wasn't bad. That was a good, decent match. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> Andrew's like, do I even remember that match? I mean, I, I like the Tonka HBK. I thought that was good as the finish that was bad. There you go. All right, gentlemen, we're going to move along here. We're going to hit a commercial break real quick. We're going to come back and talk some Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill and uh, hard to tell what's going to happen moving forward. What, what What's the laughing for over there? You know what the laughing is. <laughs> Save it. <laughs> this is Pot is War. Chairshot Radio <laughs> Network. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, Hard to Kill was this past Saturday. Uh, big event for Impact Wrestling. Came off, uh, from what I've heard, I haven't watched it. Uh, a lot of people were very satisfied. I heard there was a lot of good matches. We did whoa, indeed. Whoa, 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 wait. Tony, you didn't watch an Impact match? I'm shocked. We did indeed have both the men's and women's championships defended right at the end of the show. The women did uh, get the main event. But gentlemen, they, closed it. Yep. Mm-hmm. they did close the show. They did close the show. What are your thoughts? Uh, we also had the first ever uh, women's Ultimate X match. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I guess that didn't go off so well, apparently. I mean, you all remember the show Jersey Shore, right? Was Snooky <laughs> in this or what? I don't. This... It was. It was entertaining for some reasons, the wrong reasons, but still reasons. So, if you looked for wrestling, it was a trash can. But if you looked for random entertainment, it was okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, uh. I... You guys watch the show. You cover the cover the brand. What were your thoughts here, and and how does it how does it help the company moving forward? My only thing, my only question is, is is Jake something something because he he looks like to be something. Dude, that's a great question, actually. Like that, that's a much better question than you think it is because all last year after Cody Deaner and him split up because Cody decided to join Eric Young's faction something's kind of been being built up as like enhancement talent had a great match with Josh Alexander last year for the X division title lost disappeared for a few months. Same thing here. He was just being used as like enhancement talent on impact. Then he had an enhancement match against Fulton on the countdown show. And he actually won go figure, but like he's, he's really just being used as like undercard enhancement guy. And he's, He's a beefy dude. Like in most most show like most companies, he'd probably be what you would see or imagine as a main eventer. So I don't know if they're just kind of keeping him in their back pocket because maybe they've got him signed for longer or maybe not as long, maybe for different reasons, and they're trying to just get him to sign for an extended amount of time to give him that push. But he could be something. He's he's a damn good wrestler. But when it comes to the show, it was better than Bound for Glory last year. And Bound for Glory is supposed to be their WrestleMania. You know, you had a really solid triple threat with Mid Cardona, you know, Massive Cassidy and Moose. And uh, that that wasn't bad. Josh Alexander is really one of the best wrestlers in all of wrestling right now. Like, I think PWI put him in the top 10. He deserves to be in people's top five or top 10. He pulls a four-star match out of fucking anybody. He had a match with... Jonah, formerly known as Bronson Reed, and it was a fucking fantastic match, and I was not a big fan of Bronson. So is the that, best thing about Bronson before that match was his theme song. Is that your best match of the night, or is it Grisham and Saban? 
Jonah Alexander is a little better. I actually had Jonah Alexander and then Deanna Mickey as two. Gresham Saban was three. Like Gresham Saban was three, but it had no story. It was just a pure wretch, pure wrestling rules match. So it was a great match. Don't get me wrong. It was a good, solid wrestling match, but there was no story there. Like they really reached back for Saban drew with Jay Lethal three years ago and he earned himself a ROH title match, but then he got hurt. And that's why this was owed to him for three years. So that's, that's grasping at fucking straws. I mean, when you think of ratings, you think of the, the East German judge, right? So I rely on my ratings for a German website for wrestling, cagematch.net. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, I yeah. listen to Striga, too. Striga's good stuff. So They, they had this pay-per-view at 8.22 for the whole, for the whole vote-based thing they do on their website. I think I gave it an 8.25. On the on our website, the one that we have this website on uh, this, this podcast on, the one on, that we rep. Are we on cagematch.net? No, not quite uh, yet. I don't think we're, we're on thechairshot.com. I don't think we're compe- <laughs> I don't think we're competing with them though. I know. I'm just saying. So like, it, it was a really good show, and I, the highlight since we're we're gonna probably bring up Mickey too. The mm. highlight is Mickey Diana because of the WrestleMania 21 reference. Where <laughs> oh, we all know Diana gets hit. Deanna's down in the tax. She's got no other idea what to do because Mickey's making her come back towards the end. And she goes for, let, let's call it the clam claw. And Mickey just smiles and licks her fingers at Deanna and then kicks her in the fucking head. <laughs> and then yeah. we get a, like, yeah, then we get a Mick DDT to, to finish off the show after a couple more chair shots and interesting stuff. So like, it was, it was fun callbacks. It was good hardcore match. And, that both girls brought intensity that you don't always get in matches. Like they actually seemed like they didn't like each other. So that was, they really bought into the storyline. I forget. There was a thumbtack spot. Was it Mickey that went through him or was Deanna? Mickey I went forget. through him and then she got the tacks like all in her shoulder blades because she was wearing like the, the strapless kind of corset. Like cowboy, yeah. 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 So it was brutal. It was it was a brutal match. Even if you don't like hardcore stuff, like hardcore country really was more than just a gimmick. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ, what else you got to add to this? Well, I mean, there's not really much else that I could add to the pay-per-view itself because basically if you want to have a decent opinion on it, go see Andrew's shit. But I think the main thing about this entire, especially that main event with Mickey James retaining against Deanna Perrazzo, is WWE kind of did something that makes everyone go, huh, that's neat. They announced Mickey James. They actually said the Impact Women's Knockout Champion, Mickey James, is going to be in the Women's Royal Rumble this year. You know, didn't we hear rumblings of WWE looking for somebody to have kind of be their minor leagues a little bit besides NXT? Like, wasn't that supposed to be MLW? There was going to be some partnership there. What if, what if that ends up being Impact? Well, it could be Impact. I don't really see that happening, though. I could see... I did forget one little massive detail that happened on that show as well. Because there was another match. It was both little and massive. You see how that works? <laughs> yes. Yes. There was a five-on-five hardcore war match between 
the Good Brothers and Violent by Design, Eric Young's group, versus basically the TNA frontline ha- happy-go-lucky people. Wow, with look Swan. at that. You brought back the old frontline gimmick. Wow, proud. Yeah, shut up. <sighs> anyway, 2005 called. Sheesh. With Willie Mack, Rich Swan, Eddie Edwards, uh, Heath and Rhino. Good guys won. But then we got ROH coming in and just beating the shit out of everybody. We saw yeah. Ring of Honor show up and just mm. gank everyone There's a ring that of was honor? in that match. Fuck Ring of Honor. There's a Ring of Honor? Not anymore. The they, they went out of business, of remember? Yeah. There's, there's a semblance of it. That's what so I maybe, said. Just maybe WWE might have them as their minor leagues. Try to bring them back. Try to get that entire right, you know I catalog see, of I videos. They need a house build. first. All right, Currently, let's, they're just a bunch of homeless wrestlers attacking people let's, in the impact zone. Let's bring it yeah, back to true. Mickey. Let's bring it back to Mickey going in there. I said the yeah, most ba- ba- back to Mickey. The yes. most boss move she could have would be walking into the arena and in the, the women's locker room at the day of the Rumble with her gear over her shoulder in a trash bag. <laughs> it's true. I, I like that concept. With the knockouts belt around her. Is she going to wear that out to the... Is she, is she... All right, th- here, here's an over-under. Yes, like yes or no, probability. Do you really think WWE is going to let her wear the knockouts title out to the ring? Likelihood, percentage-wise. I, fifty-five percent. Greg seems to think that they're that she's going to defend that title on WWE television. I've heard that too. Yes. I also heard from Greg that they probably forgot she was even in a different company. (laughs) Yes, I heard that too. So, so I got, I got, leaning heavily towards you think it's going to happen, Tony. I know I don't think it's going to happen. I told Greg I completely disagree with him. No, wearing the title down to the ring. Uh, <laughs> You're shaking your head. The rocket ship is blown off. Shit. I don't know. I don't know. That's a hard one. I know you're Dude, asking me. I know. is that fence right now? Make I know. <laughs> I know you're asking me that specific question because I'm like this ultra WWE homer, you know, main main roster guy. Like I'm not even an NXT guy. I'm just like That's roster. I, your I know. I try, WWE. trying to Wait, answer the me, question, but I can't yet. Go ahead, Dave. Well, let me think about it. Why? Why would they advertise her as a knockouts champion if they weren't going to at least let her wear her belt down to the ring? That, that doesn't make. They've already yeah. the cat's out of the bag, so they don't give a shit at this point. They put one it on thing their to social hear media. It. The one, Impact yeah. Knockouts champion, Mickey James. It's one thing to hear it. It's another thing to see it. Well, yeah, that seeing is, is believing. Yeah, I know believing is seeing. I've, picture we, paints I've a seen thousand words. As well, but if fuck. A picture paints a thousand words. Then Merry Christmas to everybody. You know. Yeah. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, yeah. So that's, that's my let me, line. Let me let me throw something to you guys then. So Mickey James is supposedly, if you listen to a lot of bullshit out there, has opened the forbidden oh, door. That's all I do, Dave, is listen to bullshit yes, all fucking week. Everybody opens that yeah. forbidden door Dave, always. Do you guys, listen, Dave. Do you if guys, I'm I'm at work. Is, I come home from work. I I talk with the, everybody at the church. I radio network. It's bullshit nonstop. Yeah. I was about to say, I love how everyone glossed over what Andrew said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Do you guys Andrew. see the door being opened, or is this just a one-off sort of thing? Because I've got a theory as to the men's rumble as, as to something I really think is going to happen. There. I think we might be on the same page there because I've been thinking certain somebody that might have an affiliation with that person we're talking about. Yeah, I was about to say right now that forbidden door that Andrew is referencing is a national treasure right now. Oh, you're so. thinking? You, you're thinking no, wait, wait, wait! Oh, wait, wait. do you think we're gonna get all this and more? All this and more. This and yeah. More. Here's here. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I spout out my theory? Sure. As go. to what's gonna. So. No, wait, no. Don't what, do it. Here's what I think is gonna happen at the Rumble. Everybody's talking about the forbidden door. I really think Chris Jericho appears in the Royal Rumble. Mm. Think about it. Think about it. Vince and Tony have already worked a deal out in the past to have him appear on WWE TV. Jericho's Teflon. He knows what the match is all about. He's somebody who can go in there and and hang in there for a while and maybe even last to the Final Four or something like that and creates this illusion that, hey, the forbidden door is open. It is a the most low-risk move that they could make as far as Doing something unexpected. Okay, so Jericho's you, notorious for rumble. So you know, entities. you know what this is then. If this if this starts happening, you know what this is then, right? This is this is this is like uh, this is like pissing on the fire hydrant. So for two wow. or three shows a year, for two or three shows a year, we're gonna bring in all you little guys, big people, to come showcase on our big shows, right? Like as in, hey. Uh-huh. Even even it's you know it's just showing more dominance if if WWE does something like it's a Vince mind game kind of thing right like oh isn't well, that yeah. right up Vince's that's why alley, that's though. why he would do no it, no no though. I'm saying because right yeah, be, I, he, right. yeah. that's would, what it would be would but see like Jericho's safe you can't bring in I mean I I listen to people say they're gonna have MJF come in no they're not that's ridiculous oh, no. Tony Khan's never gonna let MJF go on the Rumble and see what a big for WWE pay-per-view is all about because he'll jet for sure. So there's no way he's going to allow that. But Jericho will be unfazed by all this shit, you know, and and he's somebody that it looked, you know, to me, I would almost be surprised at this point if he didn't show up. That's how convinced I am that this is happening. I don't know. I don't like that either. I don't think that happens. I mean, the only way that I would want this forbidden door thing to be like teased, like you said, Dave, is if we still have the Brock Lesnar's pissed off at the world because he lost the belt thing, and then you final four Lesnar, two other jabrones, and Jericho, and then Jericho gets eliminated by a suplex, and you just hear Lesnar say "fuck that door." No. Okay, so here's my answers. Here's my answers. Here's but, my but, answers. I mean, think Absol- about it. If they did, if they did like it, AJ's suggestion, if Jericho was in the last four. And you built up the tension like, oh, my God, is an AEW wrestler actually going to win? Would they really go that far? You know, it would create some drama. I here's, mean, here's I don't deal. see anybody else coming in. I, I don't see Moose. All this maybe. But, I, I, you know, Jericho's the only one that makes any sense to me. Trevor Murdoch, let's go. NWA world go. champion. Stop there. it. You're, 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 more, you're more Punk. likely to see, no, no. you're more likely <laughs> to see Mickey James wear the title than you are to see Jericho. I think there's 0% chance you see Chris Jericho in the Royal Rumble. And I think it's less than 50% chance you see that belt at all on WWE television from Mickey James. That, that those are my answers. Uh, Drew, no, I don't think, I don't think you had your answers for those there. 
What do you? I what, asked what's the, the biggest? Initially, I know you what, did. So now I'm throwing it back to you. What's your answers for your own question? But here, here's a question. What's the biggest story of the Royal Rumble match if Jericho shows up? Jericho, not the fucking Royal Rumble, especially this year. True. They need a good story, though. I mean, that means that that means that AEW is the biggest story of the Royal Rumble, and that ain't fucking happening. Yeah, that yeah, no, Vince well, didn't let true. that happen. That's why I want Brock to just toss him out the ring and say, "Fuck that door." Why did you mention the door? <laughs> oh come on, Brock Lesnar is the reason why we have Suplex City, bitch. John Cena is the reason well, we have Suplex City. Because John could have said no. Well, no, Lesnar did it on a one of the fucking WrestleManias, and he said that. Yeah, he said it well, to Roman. Against at, John. He said yeah. it to Roman at 31. Suplex yeah. City, bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was against John when he dominated him. That's when they coined the phrase, but he actually said it at 31. That's what he I mean. We City, wouldn't bitch, have. But, at, that's but after I'm... Cena got hit 25 times. You're right. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. Know? We wouldn't have the T-shirts and everything else. Right. And you know what? I think I think they'll let Mickey wear the title down. Because I don't think they care about impact. I don't think they see it as any kind of issue. So <laughs> they haven't cared about it for twenty years. <laughs> I, well, they cared about it once. That's because Hogan's a dumbass. They cared about it once. <laughs> but my point is <laughs> So I think they'll let her wear it down. Hogan's a dumbass. Back to our regular scheduled program. <laughs> how do you think how do you think Mickey fares in this thing? You know, I mean, I think that's your Jericho moment right there, where I think Mickey's going to actually last for a little bit to get people I, some I, weird I, hope that what if she wins and she challenges or something like that? Because I I was taking the Mickey thing down the rabbit hole of what if she has her face off with Trish or with Lita. Or something like that. Is Trish they're not really one? under WWE contract, really. They're one-off. Maybe it's a legend contract. There's, it's not like they're full-time contracted wrestlers. Currently, they could always turn that into impact. Currently, and God, I want to put a bullet in my brain when I'm about to say the statement that I'm about to say. Other than Mickey James outside, I think the only other outside people that they have so far are the Bella Twins. And so, Summer Rae. Summer Rae. Summer Ray. All right. And they have but some hope. They're going to have but... some surprises because they always do. So yeah. if, if it was, let's say, Trish, because they already referenced. Sonny. Made... Oh, uh... stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but so they, they could always do that. They could play in that older Trish generation not, of. That. Trish is not announced huh? yet. Trish is not announced. My point, though, is that they right. do have surprises sometimes. Right, so, right, right. Or another fun thing, they could even bring back Gail Kim, too, if they can get water under the bridge I, on how much they uh, don't really like each other. You're no, more no, likely no, no, to no. see. There's you're more another. Like, you're more likely to see CM Punk win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship than Gail Kim to be back in the WWE. I think we're going to see how good of a businessman Scott Demore is based off of how he can actually spend this. I got it, man. You know what would be the best thing that would happen if Mickey James comes out and she takes the Impact Knockouts Championship and drops it in a trash can. That yeah. Or no, what she's going to do is she's going to have... Bag. No, there, I'm going to take your idea. She's going to take the trash bag over her shoulder to the ring, but she's going to pull the Knockouts title out of the trash, and then she's going to beat whoever one of the champions is in the head with it. Like, 
Charlotte. Like, she's going to dome Charlotte or Becky or whoever the fuck has the title at the time. And so, then it's going to just be that. That's I, what we're going to do. I now remember See? this show. I remember this show because 20 minutes ago, I remember thinking, man, we are way ahead of schedule. And now, 20 minutes later, I'm going, <laughs> man, we got two giant topics to get to. Uh <laughs> Final thoughts here on the Forbidden Door slash Impact Wrestling, because that's that's the real topic here. Uh, this Forbidden Door is a fucking saloon door at this point. It never closes. Somebody new opens yeah, it. Like I'm it's pretty fucking over ridiculous. It. John Wayne's coming through the fucking door next. That's where we're going. That's it. Biff Tannen. Biff Tannen. Biff Tannen. I hate, I hate manure. <laughs> Shit. Get out of here. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense, butthead. What <laughs> kind of stupid name is that? All right, well, there we I... go. That's our final thoughts. Next question. I love right, it. Final thoughts on the Rumble Impact Hard to Kill Topic Four. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. gentlemen you cannot deny the charisma charm and overall unbelievable uh human uh, attractiveness to to john madden like human humans are attracted to john madden like his personality and everything else uh andrew don't look at me like that i used the wrong word maybe i'm sorry <laughs> he's he's a very he's a very he's a very beautiful big man uh <laughs> No, but he, he is he's an infectious personality is what I should have said, right? Like, it, it yes, seems yes. like a guy you'd want to be around. People enjoyed his company, his conversation. One of one of four unbelievably popular people we've lost, and there's so many more, but we're going to touch on four of them here. We're just going to use the, the Madden to get into it. Um, if you're a huge fan of John Madden, go back and check out the documentary. They aired on Christmas Day. I believe it was on Fox. That was excellent. Um, it was called All Madden. We also lost Betty White, was 99. Um, we recently uh, understood that she had suffered a stroke six days before she passed, so that makes a little bit more sense. I heard she, she drank a martini every day of her life until the day, apparently she probably had a stroke. Um, in true pot is war fashion and just for Betty White and Michael J. Fox, I will say it must have been hard to drink a martini after you've had a stroke at 99. Betty White, I love you. Um, that was the last joke at, at your expense. Uh, Sydney Portier passed. Uh, that didn't go over well with the guys either. Uh, Sydney Portier passed. Um, he, uh, the, the second ever a- African-American to win an Academy Award, the first ever for actor or actress in a leading role. 
um, Hattie McDaniel, uh, obviously for a supporting actress in Gone with the Wind in 1940, I believe it was. And uh, yeah, Bob Saget, 65, had done a comedy show, had sent his daughter a text message before the show, no foul play, found him Monday morning in his in his hotel bedroom, um, laying in bed, so we don't know what's going to happen here. They didn't find any drugs. I don't know if he did them all. Um, that's just another good joke for Bob Saget. He'd appreciate that one. Um, and uh, I, I don't know, stroke, heart attack, just... Um, mosquito or fly down his throat and that was it I, I don't know so the lesson here is don't sleep with your mouth open but gentlemen i don't know what to say about all this so i'm just making jokes uh it's been rough it's been an interesting rough start to the year any one of these four or all four that that really uh catch any one of you that you want to want to start off with here whoever wants to jump in Well, I mean, Madden's the one who kind of resonates with me a, a little bit more. Well, I mean, Bob Saget was, you know, full house. And, of course, who can ever forget Marijuana Anonymous? And uh, I just got a question <laughs> for you guys. Uh, you ever suck dick for Coke? Right. No, I've seen him do it. <laughs> you ever <laughs> suck dick for marijuana? Yeah. I thought I'd so, leave that one out there for somebody else. Yeah. Uh, no lie. I there the There's a meme where it's death holding the hand of someone where it was like, Oh yeah, I, was I the best like TV dad? And then death's holding his hand is like, no, I was told you were the best. And then while walking out in the sunset, he goes, did you actually suck dick for Coke? <laughs> that should be the title for this re relaunch of pot is war. You ever suck dick for Coke? Anyway, um, challenge <laughs> accepted. Um, it does work. I, I mean, like with Madden, you know, I mean, he was, when I was growing up, you know, when back when, you know, the Washington Redskins were actually a good team. Hey, and, they had a name, too. They, don't have they a had name. A, they're going to have a name. I thought you were going to say what we were transferring away from the Mesozoic era. Yeah. Uh, you know, Sorry. him and him and Pat Summerall were like my childhood. Those guys were phenomenal together. And just, you know, to me, they're like they're like the um, Jesse, the body and Gorilla Monsoon of oh. pro football bro broadcasting, like the old school, just really difficult to find people who do it better than them. Uh, they just, the delivery, the, the analysis, John Madden with the fucking telestrator way before it was a thing. And it's like, Jesus Christ, how many fucking crisscrossing lines are you going to draw on one fucking play? It's a goddamn curl pattern, John. Jesus. It's a Christ, seal you know? here. It's a seal here. And then <laughs> yeah. boom. He's right. And then, then he's free going down there. So yeah, I mean, for me, Madden, you know, passing away and uh, that, that one, that one hit our, I mean, I love Betty White, you know, I mean, let, who doesn't love Betty White? She was, uh, and it's just sad, you know, people were already talking about Betty. I mean, people had like what Betty White turns 100 cover of the magazine three weeks yeah. before she dies. Yeah. Like and yeah. yeah. So it, it's tragic. Um, Sidney Poitier, I don't know. I mean, he was from my era as well, but I mean, I, I saw a few things with him, but he wasn't one of those actors that really stands out or uh, with me as far as like, Somebody I remember really well. But yeah, Bob Saget, Madden, Betty White, that's all. Eh. This is shitty, shitty start to the year. Yeah. I mean, like you said, Dave, I, for me, being the youngest out of everyone in the chair shot, I didn't really know Poye that much. So I know the impact, but I don't 
I, I need to be more knowledgeable of it. I understand the impact. I understand very huge name. I'm not discrediting it at all. I just, me being younger, I didn't connect with it as much as the other three because no matter how old me, Dave, everyone in between, we all know who Betty White is. I'm, that, that's not a dig at Dave's age. Uh, I'm a, I'm a spry young you, buck. No matter you, how, Patrick. no matter your age, between myself and old Methuselah, you're included. <laughs> Tony, you didn't tell me that Patrick was going to be on the show. Fucking hey, man. You're getting roasted. But, uh, I, I needed to get a little bit of a laugh there. But we all know who Betty White is. We've we've all heard the stories, Martini a Day, all the shenanigans that she does. And when Andrew and I went to go see the new Spider-Man movie, they had the preview that, you know, she was going to have her 100th birthday. Everyone's invited. Get to watch it on January 18th. And and then out of nowhere, it's just like she passed away. So we're like, oh, that's. That's shocking because I'm pretty sure everyone thought that she was going to be making a new freaking Highlander movie. You know, the other thing with Betty White is every year that happened, they would have it an every year she would die. True. And you'd quickly debunk it as, oh, it's all bullshit. And then this year, you know, my wife tells me, oh, this is saying Betty White dies. I'm like, come on, it's bullshit again. And then as it went and along, then, it became evident that it was like real. wrestling news, though. Eventually, they're right. And they get to say, look, told you so. That's right. Yeah, they're going to get Lex Luger one of these days. But um, Even though Lex somehow didn't. That, that's the impressive part. Yeah. But Madden, we, we've all played the Madden games at some point. One of many. I don't stopped don't... the Tecmo Bowl. I don't know what you're talking about. Liar! <laughs> you lie. You sit on a throw of lies. <laughs> I do not. I was a game day guy from day one. Fuck you. Fuck me. <laughs> Honest to goodness, my 15th birthday, I got enough money if, if, for my birthday, and that was it, to go buy uh, PlayStation and two video games and an extra controller. And it was NBA Live and NFL Game Day. Dorsey Levens was a beast in that game. Horsey Levens. He was. <laughs> which is the worst part that I knew that. And it's probably because he kicked my ass all those times. Yes, but ever Packers. <laughs> Shut up. But yeah, we can't discredit Madden. We all know his name. We all know what he is. Other than just the dude for tough acting to acting. I'm pretty sure that commercial's beaten into our heads somehow, shape, or form. Boom. And what he's done for commentary in every sport not just football because go ahead watch any other sport before they had john madden just write circles and curly cues just randomly make a smiley face because it went with the route somehow everyone does it now and we can all thank john madden for it and then finally bob saget obviously full house an amazing comedian we still don't know if he sucked dick for coke but and now at least one other person knows, and, and I'm the bad guy. I mean, I think we're pretty sure. His, his are we? Wasn't nearly as squeaky clean as Danny Tanner, so like he he did something, probably for coke, maybe not suck dick. Just like a, I wonder like how many takes he took and which one they kept. 
Here is yeah. money. Everywhere is, you look. I would imagine. Dutch I imagine is everywhere for what Trump. he did That's for what said. Is. What he did for said thing was here is money, and I will take this now. Uh, maybe not. You never know. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> then we none, can't ask him anymore. Nonetheless, as we uh we we talk about drug transactions, that's how we're gonna round out this uh remembrance of four amazing celebrities in American history. Yeah, yeah, video games, martinis, the one that's too old for most of us to remember, and drug transactions. <laughs> Sexual favors in exchange for drugs. Yes. Uh, Are we only sure that Bob Saget didn't go the same way David Carradine did. Uh, like, oh man! Oh, only on Pot is War. Uh, only on Pot is War, right here on the Chairshot Radio Network. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. That's right, folks. The NFL playoffs are up on us and upon us. And you got the long version of the NFL on Fox because I had to go get a beer. So here we are. It's wild card like weekend. Almost like he's doing trivia. It's nice to see you You finally put down those fucking hard seltzers. We we don't do this for a few months and you finally actually remember beers a little better. Thank I you, wasn't buddy. even. No, I, wasn't, I, I, I haven't drank those for a wow. while. I haven't drank those I'm for a while. I'm just saying. That's the Platt's drinking them now. He well, he's also he got is. a kid on the way, so he's been a little emasculated on that one. So, oy vey, uh, gentlemen, wildcard weekend now. Six games spread across three days. First ever planned Monday playoff game. I imagine there could have been a postponement in the past that ended up with the NFL's having a playoff on Monday, so I don't want to go there. But. How do you guys want to do this? Should we run down the games, make some picks? I think that might be the best way to go. Sure. Saturday afternoon, everything kicks off. 4.30 Eastern on NBC. The Raiders at the Bengals. The Bengals are favored by five and a one-half points. David Ungar, a man who has no horsey in this playoff race. I'm sorry, brother. It's coming, though. Don't worry. The Groundhogs will be... Be all good to go once it happens. And the gerbils, and, uh, man, the Washington gerbils, baby. I can't oh, wait. Oh man, stick us as up your. You're a- not the president. Some of those names are fucking terrible. Oh my stick, god, yeah, they really stick, were. The they, Washington they gerbils. Were. Put put our nose near your ass and watch us dig. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm ready. Raiders, Are you talking Raiders and Raiders, Bengals? Raiders, Bengals. Yes, Raiders, yes, Bungles. yes. Sorry, I think so, you're gonna be the Groundhogs, though. By the way. You really, I, it might be the Groundhogs. That would be just. It's, it's on. Shoot you're me making now. the announcement on Groundhog Day. You're making the announcement. February second. It's on Groundhog Day. Uh, there you go. It is on Groundhog Day. Yeah, it the is. Groundhogs. So How do you go from Redskins? their shadow, do we get another season without a we name? We get another another good. name. How do you go from <laughs> Redskins to Groundhogs? Anyway, um, Raiders Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Groundhogs so, aren't going to rise up and like, hey, stop it. You can't take our name. That's a proposition. That's a chipmunk, Andrew. <laughs> you sound like a fucking jackalope. <laughs> that sounds a little too dark. Groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> so the Raiders could be like a dark horse pick. Uh, as I mean, for the Raiders to even make the playoffs with everything that they've been through this year it is a phenomenal accomplishment. And and uh and cheers to the uh, head coach of the San Diego Chargers, whoever that is, for fucking his team <laughs> out of the playoffs by calling that timeout for no reason at all. But uh, anyway, I I uh, as high as I am on the Raiders and everything that they've accomplished, and I love their defense and 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 Derek Carr's played his ass off. Uh, I don't think I think that this is Cincinnati's time. Joe Burrow is is really really coming to his own this year. The Bengals have got this game at home. They've got a lot of momentum on their side. I, I, I like the Bengals to beat the, Ra- the Raiders. Raiders. You know, I think the Raiders are a damn good team, and if they get by this, who knows? But I, I, think, I think it's Cincinnati's game to lose. I'll take the Raiders with the points, though. Because if, if it's five and a half, I think the Raiders can cover five and a half. Agreed. So if we're going with, with the spread, I'll take the Raiders. Do I think the Bengals are probably winning straight up? Probably, but like with, with the points, I take the Raiders because it's going to be a close game. The best way to look at it is one of those teams has to win because you can't tie in the playoffs, and that means one of the quarterbacks get their first playoff win, and you know break weird streaks and just shitty, shitty franchises that finally get a little bit of a, a you know, a little bit of hope like the Browns did last year. So good for them. So for my pick on this one. Andrew knows why I'm going to pick one thing, but I'm just going to say this. If you want to look back into history, the Bengals' last playoff, like the first time that they lost the playoffs was in 1991. Like the last time I ever won a playoff game was prior to that. The first Uh loss was against the Raiders. So the loss that started off their like 30 years of pain? Was the Raiders. Uh. So it's going to it started with the Raiders and my pick is it's going to end with the Raiders. I think Joey Burrow is going to come out, smoke a cigar, throw it to Jamar and he's just going to make it rain supreme because are they covering five and a half, though? I think they're covering five and a half. Dave, you I, have I the think Raiders it's going to be covering, at least ten. You have the Raiders covering getting five and a half, you said? I think, yeah, I, I agree with Andrew. I think the Raiders will. I think it'll be like a. Field goal win for the Bengals. So yeah, I think I take the Raiders with the with the points. Also, but I, I mean, you, I think the Bengals win it. Thank you for reminding me how much I want to kill the Chargers. Right, Andrew. Right, Andrew. Right. Yeah. Good thing you didn't put money on that. You right. were close, but you didn't oh, pull it out your ass. So we recorded three man weave earlier this evening. Um, Platt and Cash took the Raiders as well, and Tony has the Bengals covering the five and a half along with, obviously, the victory there. Let's move on. Saturday night, seven, uh, 8.15 Eastern, sorry, on CBS. In my opinion, the most interesting game of the weekend, the New England Patriots heading to Buffalo, taking on the Bills. I have the Bills, minus four. I'll, I'll give the points. They just beat New England a few weeks ago in New England by double digits. The game they lost to New England was a horribly windy game. It's going to be cold, but it's not going to be windy. Josh Allen's going to be able to throw the ball. Uh, Buffalo by double digits here. I definitely have the Bills. Uh, AJ? 
Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills covering the point spread. But I'm just also going to say this. Apparently, the weather that is predicted and the forecast that it's going to be for that game is zero degrees. So bundle up, everybody, because Mac Jones is probably going to have that scuba suit again. Scuba suit. Scuba Steve. My woman, have you seen my scuba suit? You give him all the easy ones. <laughs> hip, hip hop, hip, hip hop anonymous. You got it, Dave. <laughs> Who you got in this game? Uh, I'm with you, Tony. I think that the uh, the Patriots win over the Bills a few weeks ago was a wake up call for them, and it, it definitely got their shit in gear. And I just think, yeah, up in Buffalo, they'll be ready for him this time. Josh Allen's gonna have a big game. Uh, Matt Jones has had a hell of a year, but it ends today. I think I think Buffalo covers. So. I'm with you. Ooh, I'm just I'm gonna be the contrarian then because Buffalo has had such a roller coaster season this year. Like they'll score forty points for two weeks and then score six and get blown out by like the Jaguars or some shit like that. So like they are the most one of the most inconsistent teams in the playoffs. And the fact they've won four games in a row and you know, the Patriots have looked okay, they've kind of traded wins and losses lately. I think the Patriots are going to actually win this game. Ray Cash agrees with Andrew. Platt agrees with Dave, myself, and AJ. Sunday, three-game Sunday, the 1 o'clock Eastern game on Fox. Eagles heading to Tampa Bay to take on the Buck and Ears. How do people in Tampa hear with their Buck and Ears? Just so it's under a buck and hat. Shut up. Yeah, yeah buck you. Buck uh, you. Buck go buck off. yourself. All righty then. Uh, Lottie Dottie. Let's let Dave start this party. How much are the Bucks given? Bucks eight minus and a half. Bucks minus eight and a half, Dave. Ooh, Oh, I mean, I think the Bucks win this game, but I, with every piece, all the pieces that Tampa's missing right now, I think I would take Philly in the points. Right now, Philly's got, Philly, doesn't Philly have the number one rush offense in the league? And, Over uh, the Tampa, last, like, eight weeks or whatever, when they decided to remember they had Miles Sanders, yes. Yeah, exactly. He was hurt, too. Uh, I, I think I think Tampa's got too much, and they've got Tom Brady to lose this game. But I do think Philly can keep it within the point spread. So I'll take the Bucks to win. But, yeah, I'll, I'll take Philly. And eight and a half, that's that's quite a bit. The Eagles are not bad. And um, I, I think I think they'll, they'll hang in there with it. If they can control the, if they can get that running game going, control the clock, keep Tom off the field a bit, they they got they got a shot. Sure, I think Tampa pulls it out. They're too too good, too talented, too much experience. But um, Philly can stay within eight and a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not really arguing with that point. Plus, all the Antonio Brown stuff is probably the the Bucks aren't exactly in the most wonderful headspace, but. Earlier this year, the Bucks and the Eagles played, and we saw kind of how the Bucks treated that. The Bucks got up pretty big, pretty quick, and then kind of let the Eagles claw back into a respectable score without really ever threatening them. So I think it's the same thing. Where eight and a half is just too fucking many points to take the Bucks straight up here. So Eagles win with the points. So I'll take the Eagles with the points, however you want to say it. But I still think the Bucks will find a way to win the game. But it's only going to be like a maybe max five point win because. The Bucks haven't even covered much this year. Like 
They no. really get like some ridiculous spreads of like twelve and thirteen, and they end up winning by three. So taking taking the Bucks with a big chunk like that is a bad bad bet. Yeah, especially since, like you said, it's not just the Eagles that we did it with. It was with a good majority of the teams that we played against where it was, we have a massive lead. Let's just rapidly take our foot off the gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, no, that's, yeah, we're fine. They're not a team. Oh, crap, they're coming back. Wait a minute. <laughs> like, like, the Eagles get the points here. But the Bucks win it because of some miracle bullshit field goal in Tom Brady fashion. Tom Brady bullshit. Tom Brady bullshit. I'm just more surprised that Big Dave wasn't against the Eagles being a rival in the He's NFC not East. I'm against them, AJ. Don't get Eight me wrong. Eight okay. half points. <laughs> I would like to see Tampa win 37 to 3. I just don't see it happening. I just want that to happen because. Andrew and I, we're we're in Eagles country, basically. True. We're we're Bar- running in with two red flag. flags. Yeah. I would love to see the Eagles win this game. Um, by yeah, the of way, of course you would. By the way, <laughs> fuck you. By the way, that's <laughs> over under twenty one. Over under two in less than an hour and twenty two minutes. Take the under. Um, <laughs> Vlad took the Bucks. Cash took the Eagles and the points. I'm thinking the Eagles and the points. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles won this game, just in all seriousness. Like, I think a lot of you, I, I know Platt and, and, and Ray definitely witnessed this, but I think Andrew knows this too as well, and AJ and Dave, because we've done podcasting over the years. I'm very, very realistic, though, when it comes to them. I'm, like, not just saying this because I, like, would rather face them, because I don't know who I would rather face if I'm talking about a Packers fan, but I can see the Eagles winning this game. I just can't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but likely we're all going to be wrong. The Bucks probably win by 13 points, but I'm going to take the Eagles and the points here. Um, Sunday afternoon, 49ers at Cowboys. Classic. Classic NFL playoff matchup, right? You're just hitting Dave with a double whammy on the NFC East there. (laughs) Well, Dave, let me tell you something. I don't believe any team is going to win in wildcard weekend more than I believe that the 49ers are going to definitely beat the Dallas Cowboys. I don't care what the don't don't take the point spread bet. Take the money line. Take the 49ers money line. It's happening. Don't believe in Mike McCarthy. Kyle Shanahan is drooling at the fact to wait to uh, uh, set up. And, and, and run the counter against a, an ultra-aggressive, uh, unbelievable rookie of the year in Michael Parsons. It's just going to happen. The Niners are going to be in control of this game the entire time, AJ. What is the spread, though? Doesn't even fucking matter. No, it's three. It's three. The Cowboys are favored by three because they're at home, which is basically a pick em spread if you think about it. You get yeah, the that, that, team, that's the home field advantage three, number. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... Who do I have winning? Well, hopefully I'll be out with buddies that are Eagles fans that will just get me shit faced. So I'm gonna lend these noise canceling headphones to Andrew because Thank our because our neighbors are Niners fans and their family that lives five doors away that are equally as noisy are Cowboys fans. So I just, I pray Obnoxious for Andrew. everywhere. I just pray for Andrew's sanity. 
but I have the Niners winning as well. That's right. The Cowboys streak of not being able to win a playoff game is going to continue ever since I've been born. God damn it. No, they won one. No, they didn't. Didn't they? No, they had a bye that one time because they were uh, like 13 and three. They they won one. They won yeah, one playoff they? game in the yeah. They Tony Romo one. got one win. I think well, it no, gets, I, wait, I thought against, he fumbled against that Minnesota. I think he beat the Vikings one year, if I recall correctly. Well, since since Tony walked away, we get to fill some time we, right we now. We get to fill some time with some research because we're so, smart. So okay, so Tony's picking the Niners. AJ I'm picking the Niners as well. This to me is the most intriguing battle of the of the weekend because yeah, it's it's a classic. I mean, who doesn't remember the catch from what 40 years ago and everything mm. starting there and then you know meeting three years in a row during the height of the Cowboys dynasty. Um, that being said, <laughs> as much as I would love to pick San Francisco, I do think that Dallas is going to take a step forward in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that these guys, their defense is really good, is going to cause problems unless Jimmy G is on his game, and that's debatable. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then I, I think that that Dallas defense is going to cause a lot of problems for the 49ers offense. And I just, you know, Dallas at home with so little expectation of them. You know, Stephen A. Smith is going to have a field day with this shit if they lose. But I just I think I think Dak comes through. I've seen enough from him this year that as much as I hate to fucking admit it, being a Washington football team, gerbil, groundhog, redskin, admiral, monument, whatever the fuck they're going to be, team fan, um, I I do. I've seen enough from Dallas this year to realize they're not a flash in the pan, that they are good enough to win. I um, the Niners are are a scrappy team. We saw that over the weekend Mm -hmm. where they pulled that shit out of their ass. I just think this I think Dallas gets this one up. So I'll take the Cowboys. I'll give San Francisco the three. And um I'll take the Cowboys to win this one. I and like that your thinking. Hurts me. That hurts me so much to fucking say that. AJ, oh, no, you I had like the Niners, thinking. right? Yes. And so did you Also Andrew? the last Cowboys win was twenty fifteen against the Lions. It was the Megatron not catch. And then we had the Des Bryant not catch against the Packers. Correct. Yeah. So that that was that was the whole thing. So they have won once since you were born, Adam. So well, get over it. Uh, yeah. Andrew, you had the Niners. With the no, ball. I didn't pick it. Oh, sorry. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> Welcome back. You join joining the show for the first time. Oh, I was nice. listening, but um, I was also peeing, so it was like a lot of, but, a lot of uh, splashing. No, I was that. I was mostly agreeing with Dave. Like we were just fact checking the last couple statements we were making while you were off getting beer relieving whatever but anyway um so yeah uh i think the cowboys are actually going to cover because as scrappy as the niners are i don't really think they can keep up with the firepower that the cowboys have i don't think that the cowboys are going to just let this slip through their hands especially with the kind of ups and downs they've had recently like they had like a four game winning streak and they had like a two or three game losing streak, whatever it was. And they've been a little back and forth. So they, they've been on both sides of the coin. So we're, we're getting, I think we're getting Cowboys moving on to the next round. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Sunday night will be the largest spread in a wild card game history as the Steelers oh, are minus or the Steelers are catching 12 and a half points from the two time 
two-time defending AFC champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Gentlemen, uh, let's go right back to you, Andrew. Uh, ben Roethlisberger. Chiefs. Chiefs. Ben Ro- Roethlisberger's dead. Roethlisberger ain't got shit. The defense ain't much. It's TJ Watt and nobody. Who cares? Chiefs by 50. Got a chance in hell. Okay, no. <laughs> um, AJ. How about them Chiefs? Yeah, I I mean, I agree. I'm not a Steelers fan. Should have been the fucking Chargers. Yep. But... So, so no, there's, there's an entire joke about as to why. It should be the you fucking Chargers. You can explain Chargers. it on DWI when you have more time. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> the, the Steelers are... It, they're a zombie. They're just a zombie. They just somehow didn't fully die and they crawled into the playoffs for some reason Roethlisberger had no reason to be here he just forced himself in here like he always does and that that's how he does things that's true (laughs) and and because and because the fucking Chargers decided oh we're gonna call a timeout we're just gonna kick this field goal oh yeah we did it Raiders win all Chargers were dropped Stop Fuck it. it. Chiefs win. You really pushed for that joke. That was terrible. I don't care. <laughs> God. That was they're... bad, and you know it's bad. That was bad, you feel bad. So you're taking the Steelers? Even the tree would boo you. You're God, no. Boo you. You got the Chiefs? I got the Chiefs. He winning, likes chicken getting and the beef. Spread. Chiefs. Yeah, that's why I'm the Chief. I like chicken and beef. <laughs> okay, so uh, AJ, Andrew... Christopher and Ray all have the Chiefs covering. Dave, do you have the Chiefs covering 12 and a half points? Kansas City 31, Pittsburgh 7. Yeah, this is going to be a fucking route, man. It's just <laughs> it's I mean like like the guys are saying the Steelers just I mean, okay. I give them credit for pulling that game out against Baltimore, but Baltimore has no defense. Sorry, say, Ray. Baltimore's mess. Sorry, Ray. I and they have no quarterback ever since Lamar went down. It was just, you know, and he was dodgy time. this season anyway. Yeah, so this time, not time. with the shits. Yeah, so Pittsburgh, sure. <laughs> I give them credit for fighting to the end. But yeah, as we, as AJ says, it should have been the Chargers. They should have been in this game. Give me Kansas City Chargers, and we've got a completely different conversation going on. But The Chargers uh, don't get 12 points either. They in don't that case. get 12 points, no. They and like and, they, and they, could, they could win straight up. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is a Pittsburgh team that the only advantage they have, and it's not really, I can't say that. I was going to say Mike Tomlin, but then you got Andy Reid on the other side. No, it's just, they they don't, they do not match up in any place. If TJ Watt plays out of his mind and can play 11 different positions at once. gets 10 sacks. Yes. a sack record in one game, then yes. Yes, yes. But otherwise, no. If shoulds and coulds were goods and woods, we'd all have houses and blouses, all right? Here's the deal. What the fuck are you doing? God damn it. I just made that one up. That was pretty that good. That was pretty good. You went, with, you went with the ifs and buts from earlier. Yeah. I like the callback. Yeah. I do. If shoulds and coulds <laughs> were goods and woods, we'd all have houses and blouses. So all I can say, and pancakes for that matter, because blouses, we'd have prints, everything else. Um, That's true. The artist formerly known as Pizza Funny. I, I, the, I'm not saying the Steelers are going to win or the Chiefs are going to lose, but I'll take the 12 and a half points. Why? Are you bringing him more people to play with? If for uh, those I really, I really like being right, Andrew. That's why I'm going to take. The then why'd you pick the Steelers? Why'd you pick the Steelers? Yes. Just, uh, well, well, we can discuss that next week if you'd like. 
I, yeah. I, I wanted to be right too with these playoffs, but no. <laughs> yeah. All right. Monday night football on NBC Cardinals at the Rams. We will also get an alternative broadcast. We will get the first ever Eli and Peyton Manning broadcast for the playoffs. That's why this is on Monday oh night. Uh, first of all, your thoughts on a playoff game on Monday night and then uh, cards Rams. Dave? Yeah, let's have a playoff game on a Monday night. Why not? I mean, you're expanding. You've expanded the playoffs. Might as well have one extra day. Monday night's prime time. Monday night football. People aren't ready to let it go. Um, What's the spread on this one? Minus four. The Rams are given four points. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's just because I will. I mean, I think that shit, man. Both of these teams split. Vegas is good, other. aren't they? Vegas is pretty fucking good, huh? I yeah, bought a lot of. Split, I bought. A, I bought yeah. a lot of light bulbs out there. They don't get because <laughs> casinos don't get smaller. That's right. They um they split on the road this year. Neither of them. I mean, the Rams just shit the bed against the Niners. The Cardinals ben shit the Stafford bed against the Seahawks. Shit the bed the last couple weeks. Let's go. Yeah, the Rams don't impress me at all, but neither really. Arizona has had, like, one really good game the last five weeks, and that was against Dallas, and that was probably their high watermark. So I think um, I'll take the Cardinals with the points, but I think the Rams probably win this by a field goal. But it's not going to be enough to prevent Arizona from, you know, getting getting the win with the spread. I'll take the Rams by the narrowest of margins in this one to, to actually win it. And that's just based on home field. But I, I think with the Cardinals getting four, I take the Cardinals. Wait, the Cardinals are getting or giving? Getting four. Oh, easy, Cardinals. Never mind. All right. Matt, Matt Stafford has looked like a fucking joke. Like, he went from being the savior of the Lions to the last six weeks ago. Ah, uh, this is why he was in Detroit for ten years. Like, he he doesn't know what to do with a lead. He doesn't know what to do with a good team. He just, he looks lost. And it's a little sad because he's got the numbers to prove he's a good quarterback. He's just got his head up his ass the last few weeks. And unless unless he pulls his head out of his ass and fucking figures it out, Kyler Murray is going to fucking just rain on them. And it's going to be beautiful. And the Rams' defense has not been what it should be lately. No, that's true, no. too. Especially with all the money they fucking spent with... Vaughn and you know Aaron Donald and ugh, that team's well, gonna be worthless next year. <laughs> literally. Well, I I made the joke with the Rams saying they saw what they did with Jared Goff, so that's why Sean McVay is just throwing away draft picks because he's like, ah, I don't want another Jared Goff. No, here, tip your Uber. It's a seventh round draft pick for next year. But I think the Cardinals are gonna win this one because, like everyone said, the Rams aren't looking like they were originally Matthew Stafford has yeah this is another one of the games that you said Andrew where a quarterback's going to be guaranteed their first playoff win Stafford or Kyler and I think it's going to be Kyler even what it, I don't care what the point spread was I know Arizona's got it but it, the Arizona's going to win that's my opinion man well let me tell you how the three man we've picked it Platt picked the Rams. Cash picked the Rams. Tony said, no, I, I don't even take the fucking points. Bet the money line on this one as well. Cardinals going to win this fucking game. I, I, I got to say it. I do not believe in the Rams whatsoever. It's kind of, to me, like the Cowboys. So we'll see what happens. I'm hey, really, we're on the same page then, Tony. Yeah, I'm really yes. I'm really looking forward to this playoffs, though. Um, any, 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 any 
final thought here on the on these NFL playoffs this year? Uh, any team in particular? Any dark horse? Any any kind of surprise pick you want to make for a Super Bowl run? It anything is going like to be that? beautiful to see a 44 year old man win MVP this oh, year. It's going to be great. Like oh, he threw for over 5,000 yards. Oh, he had boy. the most touchdowns of 43. Like so, just, four times in NFL history um, until this year. A quarterback had led the NFL in touchdown percentage and interception percentage, and all four times those quarterbacks have won the MVP. Rodgers has done that this year for the fifth time. That's fine. So, I just He's let, also I just, got. I just want you to know who the MVP is. I just, I just want you to know who the MVP is going to be. I just want you to know who the MVP is going to be. I just, I just, I just, I just, I just want less you to know. Touchdowns. Missed the game. I've got a feeling. Ooh. Just letting you know. I just wanted you to know that. Just, I'm, I'm just, just making sure you're okay little... with it when Brady wins. I just no, 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 no. Brady bias. Drew, 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 Drew. Dave, unbiased. I, I want, want Rodgers to win it. Only Why? because it only because, because... Pat McAfee's gonna make it funny. No. Those four people yes, had never because didn't an win the Super Bowl. MVP hasn't won, and a quarterback MVP hasn't won. won a Super Bowl since Kurt fucking Warner. Okay, so Brady Brady was the first one to ever win at home with, on his first year of a new team. He can win it as the first MVP in like a fucking twenty years. It's for twenty three years, Dave. whatever it's been. It's fine. Dave. He's breaking records. Forty four year old man just fucking making shit happen. Last last top last thing of the show is is going to be Dave telling us who is MVP. <laughs> My MVP is for the MFL this year. <laughs> well, yeah, probably Rogers. Ah, suck it. You fucking fucking your dickheads. But, but I will say this. Um, what I'm really interested about is on the AFC side, because the Titans are getting Derrick Henry back. I think they're a really dangerous one seed with him back in the mix. And, and I, I, I think we're going to get Tennessee, Kansas city again. And that's a game. I'm very interested to see how that plays out. Super Bowl picks. Who's what's the matchup? I got uh, Bills Packers. Uh, Super Bowl match. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Julian Edelman's a uh, hundred thousand dollar pick and say it's gonna be the Patriots and the Bucks. <laughs> I'll go with the Titans and the Bucks. And I'm going Super Bowl one Chiefs Packers. State Farm Bowl. Yeah, that's, that's my alternate pick if you listen to all the shows I'm on. All right. Uh, uh, why don't you take us home there, uh, hostess with the mostest trickster boy? Well, of course. So, you can follow me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can also follow whatever I say, especially since I'm that trickster, the trivia trickster on the DWI podcast. Go check that out on Saturdays or Sundays now. I think it's going to be moved on to. We'll see. You'll check it. You'll see it. And speaking of people that are on DWI, Tony, where can they find you? You can find me at PC Tony on Twitter and Facebook. And please continue to listen to everything a part of the Chairshot Radio Network on all your favorite streaming platforms and the Chairshot.com. And of course, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. Check it out. Pick a Chairshot t shirt up in soft style. Do your epidermis a favor. Those t-shirts make a great gift as well. I guarantee it. Yeah, I'm actually wearing 
something from this show, the good old Platt Balazs shirt underneath the hoodie that I'm wearing. As Tony rolls his eyes, don't worry. No, I was, rolling my eye, I was rolling my eyes at a fucking uh, message Patrick O'Dowd sent. Yeah, I just saw that. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. Why am I not surprised? All right, so, Drew, where can they find you, buddy? On the Twitter, at IWC Warchief, and on the chairshot.com, covering Impact interesting tidbits of Japanese wrestling now since New Japan is probably going to bore me to tears. I'm going to have to find something else. So that's going to be fun. And doing album reviews because, you know, music has definitely not disappointed me as much as wrestling in the last year. So that's advantageous. Ah. Which is honestly surprising. I I actually have listened to the albums that you're reviewing. They're actually good when they want to be. And as always, a big thank you, Dave. Big thank you, Big Dave, actually, for coming back on on Pot is War in 2022. Obviously, Attitude of Aggression, you're all over Share Shot as well, but where can they find you solely all over the place? Well, you can find me on my burner account, which is at Suck Dick for Coke. That's uh, <laughs> the one you want to go to. Yeah. Any, if anybody's been offended uh, by this spell podcast that today, for me because I think there's a character <laughs> limit. So what is it again? Is it yeah. S U K or S U C K? Whatever you want it to be, Andrew. That's that's yeah. how it works. If so, you're offended by today's uh, podcast, send your hate mail to add it's me DPP. That's right. Or yeah. uh, or if you're, more, if you're really pissed off at all of us, send your hate tweets to at Wrestling Realist. He will appreciate that. <laughs> um, but no you can I find me wrestling. on Twitter at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G. And on Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression. All right. So, gentlemen, welcome back to Potter's War. Had a great time. So I think one last thing that we got to do since it was wartime. Jackie! Hit that music. Movie, y'all, y'all, say it from right here with some soul, y'all, y'all.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.